0: How are you doing? This is Ness and I'm coming to you with a new method it is called TPR. So, let's start with the basics. TPR stands for total physical response and what it basically is is a teaching method developed by a professor called James Asher that allows the teachers and the students to use movement in the classroom. It is the combination of movement and language to enhance language acquisition. This is coming from both the teacher and the student. I want to say it's just not one-sided with the teacher doing the actions and the student watching it. No, it's double-sided. The students are connecting actions to language, therefore retaining it is much better than if they were to do it without the movement. Also TPR taps into the three of the learners. I know there is more learners, but the three we're more focused on are visual, kinesthetic, and the last one is auditory learners. Here are the principles and the steps for demonstrating vocabulary. Say the new vocabulary to your student. Use exaggerated gestures, facial expressions, or body movement to illustrate the meaning of the word. Have the student copy the movement while you say the word. A very simple example of this is to run as you're saying the word run, or to imitate flying as you say the word fly. Next level, you ask the student to say the word while making the movement. Finally, you do the action without the speaking then the student do the action while saying the word. As the students become more comfortable, you can use rule reversal technique, ask the student to commend the other classmates, and you can also use action sequence and mix things up by saying the word and they act out the meaning, you know what I mean, but make sure to write the vocabulary or phrases on the board so the student can make the connection between oral and written words. Now, I'm going to talk about why we use TPR in the classroom and what are the advantages of using it. Well, there are two main reasons why this method is such an effective teaching method. Firstly, you need to look back how a student learned their native language. Before they even start saying a word, they are watching, listening, and imitating. TPR uses the same principles. By putting actions to words, we are helping students understand the meaning. Once they understand the meaning, then they are able to start speaking. This is called comprehensible input. Because the students don't speak the language, so you have a limited amount of time to get the students understand the word or the command and to respond accordingly. Plus you're on a computer if you're of course if you're having an online class. So adding those movements would not only allow the students to understand the word, but really increasing engagement throughout the classroom. Secondly, TPR hits three key learning style. As I mentioned before, by hitting these three different learning styles, we are helping the students to remember the language much faster than they would otherwise if they only heard it. And this is how trace theory affects on TPR. Here are some tips for TPR teachers. First of all, remember that the theory of TPR is based on input and code breaking. So don't expect too much too quickly. If the student do not produce the language right away, that's okay. The first step is comprehension. If they can hear a word and produce the gesture, you have gotten that far already. If the student is not understanding you because you have this blueprint that you feel like you have to follow, or uh, the the teacher direction that you are given or the um, lesson plan that you are given. Uh, You know, your student could be very frustrating or not saying anything or be very confused on other side of the lens, camera or in the classroom. So be sure that you teach to the student's understanding and you adjust the instruction to that um, specific type of a student. The next tip is also Disadvantage in this method. When uh, we teach as a TPR teachers, we need to have full of energy and be active of the day. We need to keep our lovely smile and use facial expressions and make sure our gestures are easy to understand for these students and so on. So uh, first of all, before even starting to teach with this method, you have to know yourself, you have to Be aware that you can do this or not because being active all the day and smiling and putting away all your concerns through the day is so difficult. So, I think uh, before everything, you need to uh, know yourself and be sure that you can do this or not. Now, I'm gonna talk about the age group that TPR is best suited for. The TPR has become a very popular method, especially with children. In a classroom with young learners, using this method could be as simple as pairing commands such as, mm, for example, touch your noise or show me five fingers and so on. Uh, also, children can easily sing along with the teacher to a song that integrates uh, movement with the language children are naturally curious about new things which makes them less shy to express themselves using their entire body. Now this question might come to your mind that does CPR work with adults too? Well, with certain can. You know, as might you suspect, adults learners are not always curious about the activities that involve CPR as young learners. But it is possible to use this method in certain situation with adults. You know, the adults can, we can't com- commend to the adults just like, sit down and stand up or jump. But we can use this method with uh, simple activities such as pick up your pencil, put the pencil away, borrow the, your pencil to your uh, friend, you know, this kind of activity. You know, as I said, As we can have it as a conclusion, TPR is beneficial for both young and older learners. TPR shouldn't be completely neglected as a tool for adults. You know, TPR can help demonstrate the meaning of the new word, especially for students with a very minimal base, regardless of age, you know, whether they are young or adults, you know, as I said, TPR is beneficial for both young and older learners. So what's the point? What's the tip for the teachers? I want to say, for example, an adult may not love the idea of playing Simon says game, as you know the game, but using a movement while presenting new words can help teach the definition. Teachers should be sure to tailor the amount of the amount and the type of the TPR to the specific learning styles need and the age of the students so it's up to the teacher teacher should choose how much and what type of TPR should be uh, should be used in the classroom however nothing is perfect TPR also has its own drawbacks. For example, the first one that I can think of is that TPR isn't really creative. TPR doesn't really allow the learners to express themselves in a creative way, which I think is a major setback. You know, uh, students are not given the opportunity to express their own views and thoughts in a creative way. And the second thing that I can mention that you know the TPR isn't extremely is extremely limited. You know not everything can be explained through TPR. Abstract concepts and words cannot be uh, understood easily by this method. And you know I find TPR most effective when we are talking about action words, words like uh, sit down, run, and other stuff. In conclusion, I might say that if we use TPR properly with other methods, we can get the best results. As I said before, teachers should analyze the student, the background of their education, the learning style, the age group, is it an online classroom or not, all of this stuff is important. And teachers should choose how much to use TPR method in the classroom with other methods. Um, And as I said before, TPR could be very helpful and it could be very effective for all types of the learners, the younger one or the older one. It's up to the teacher and the class. And yeah, that's it.